Hi, I'm Daryl McNally, Director of Irish Whiskey. Uh, welcome to the Dublin Liberties Distillery. This episode is brought to you by our sponsors, the Irish Whiskey Magazine, the only magazine in the world dedicated to sharing the exciting news, lifestyle, and spirit of Irish whiskey. You can find out more at irishwhiskeymagazine.com and the Tour Glass, a contemporary nosing and tasting glass, a symbol to unify Irish whiskey drinkers across the world. And you can find out more about this beautiful glass at tourglass.ie. Hello, Whiskey Files, and welcome to another episode of Pot Still Radio. As always, I am your host, Matt Healy, and I'm joined today by two guests um, who've already been on this show, actually, and the last time they were here, it was a first for Pot Still Radio. It was the first dual guest we've had, and this time it's another first because it's the first distillery opening we're having on Pot Still Radio. So welcome to Daryl McNally, Director of Irish Whiskey for Dublin Liberties Distillery, and Jess Farron, the Global Whiskies Ambassador for the same distillery. So welcome, gentlemen. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Matt. Great to be back. I hope I didn't screw up the titles. Are we nope. all good? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, gents, um, we are sitting here in your, your corporate tasting room, or your executive tasting room, um, day two of distillation, and a little pre-look at the distillery. Um, Daryl, do you want to tell us what, what, what's going on? Yeah, well, it's, been a, it's been a hectic few days to get to here, but uh, thank God we're here now. Uh, some nice uh, liquid being produced here. Um, as I say, about two years ago, uh, we, we couldn't have imagined just how beautiful the distillery is. Uh, so yeah, great great to have you here, Matt. And uh, yeah, we're just looking forward now to making some of the best whiskey in Dublin. Um, not that this is in any way live, but it's the distillery is opening next week. Um, so was, you're doing a kind of a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday kind of setup? Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, okay. we've got um, some of the kind of Ireland's leading bartenders and industry coming on, on Tuesday. Uh, and then the following day, we've got sort of key press, media, main kind of people want to get invited over as well. So Good. And I suppose, um, you know, last time we touched a little bit on the distillery, but, you know, for those people who are coming next week, what, what are they about to see? I suppose, Jeff, if you could walk us through kind of a hospitality point, and Daryl, if I let you take sure. the, the nitty gritty. Yeah, I think from hospitality point of view, I think from the onset, we wanted to create a leading... Um, a leading kind of tour and experience. You look at the numbers last year, it was nearly 900,000 people visited uh, Irish whiskey tours. You know, the numbers are increasing. It's 10 million, in, 10 million people visited Ireland last year. So it's nearly one in every 10 people are visiting an experience of some regard. And that was a huge focus for us to create something that was going to be kind of category leader with that. So uh, when you come into our brand home and you come into the DLD, it's going to be a real 360 degree sort of sensory experience of all things you should expect from a working distillery and a few little additional nooks and crannies that we have to surprise um, some people who are, who are visiting us as well. Yeah, and from a process side, I think what we, what we tried to create here was like compartments where you come in and, and you get told a story not only about the process of making whiskey, about the history and the heritage of making whiskey in Dublin, but a little bit about the Liberties area as well and the special people that, that have been there in the past and indeed uh, today. So it's, it's sort of like a celebration of uh, making whiskey in this, in this brilliant part of Dublin. And um, as I say, I think with our distillery, we've sort of tried to keep it as high end as we possibly could. And uh, as I say, yeah, some nice bars and nice experiences along the way. So we hope to see many visitors coming here over the, the coming uh, days and weeks. 
and uh, invite them here to our family home, really. Just get them here and enjoy whiskey. That's it. Most people are like, how how big is the site? Or like, how do you fit everything into the site? And it's like, well, the one thing I kind of try and get back to, it's like a TARDIS. That's the only way of describing it. We've inserted floors and rooms and compartments into places where people shouldn't be able to fit. Uh, and, you know, a huge component of that is our bar area. And that's really exciting part for us is that a lot of the consumer, a lot of people who join us are going to be able to spend a lot of time in there. We purposely made it as a relaxing space uh, as possible for people to, to take part and sip some good whiskey. Yeah, I saw some pretty plush couches outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. it's all about comfort here at the DLD. And going back to what you said there a second, uh, a second ago, bringing the kind of liberties and showcasing the liberties, I know we uh, we actually kicked your visitor centre manager, Mary Hennessy, out of here. He was trying to hang some photographs of, of uh, historic shots of the liberties. And uh, Jeff, you were saying in the walls, you've got railway ties and uh, yeah, different I mean, things around the city. Yeah, so it's a 400-year-old building that we've kind of inherited here. So right in the epicentre of the Liberties and kind of part of that old brewing and distilling culture. Um, yeah, I mean, the front of it, when you get to see it, it's exposed and everyone will have a chance to kind of feel that old, oldness of it. But it's old railways, it's different types of stone. They kind of erected the building using whatever they had available at the time. And it's sort of an almost a semi-miracle that it's still here. <laughs> but it's sort of gone through its... It's, it was a mill, it was a tannery, and it's gone through its sort of last, hopefully, regenerative stage into a very modern and amazing Irish whiskey distillery. So um, it's hopefully gone kind of full circle in terms of industrial capabilities. We hope that it, 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 doesn't, uh, it doesn't need any shake-up from here on. Yeah, when, when we sandblasted the, the external walls and, and indeed the internal walls, um, you know, just I think it was a bit of history been peeled back. Um, you know, and we all were saying if these walls could only talk, I'm sure... <laughs> We would hear a lot of stories and that sort of captures the essence of the people of the liberties um you know from people stopping outside the distillery during the build and telling you about history about their family and 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 the, and the stories is just amazing uh to be coming down from the north to, to hear that it's great it, it really is got a little wee second home here then absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i am reincarnated yeah. you know i was uh, adopted some adopted some of dublin liberties yeah definitely exactly <laughs> feel part of the makeup of it now yeah no and i think that's the big thing for us is that the locals have been exceptionally welcoming to all of us and, and daryl said we've got some great images of people coming when we had no roof on and we were trying to put the stills in and the mash mashes and, and the lot of tons and everything and and just the, the feedback the reception they want to be a part of it they're looking at us from from day one and they feel a part of it and we've tried to kind of keep them um, on our side as much as possible and i think it's something that's been really well received in terms of how we've developed a great relationship with the locals and as well as i just add to that that in in my sort of three and a half years of coming to dublin eight uh you know just how much this this area has changed with with the hotels and and, and it's just it's just brilliant to see that regeneration program uh, and like beautiful hotels opposite and student accommodation uh, I just can't I can't imagine what the next three years will bring so mm. hopefully the DLD will help that history and uh, we'll create some historic whiskey so that in three years time when we're, we're, we're breaking into the the cask of the liquid we're making <laughs> making here at the minute it'll be uh, it'll be a good time to, to, to rejoice and uh, celebrate the history of the area so if you indulge me for a moment to like, to go into a little bit of the nitty-gritty of the sure. distillery dial would you hit us with some of the kind of like top line specs of what you got there sure sure we'll have we have uh three copper stills a ten thousand a six and a six um we hope to produce uh probably in a one shift to start off with just to get everything uh, embedded down and we'd hope to in you know in the, in the coming years to, to knock that up to two shifts uh, we have uh, five washbacks, so we're doing a, a double batch from, from each mash ton into each of the washbacks. 
and uh, we're probably going to do fermentation times of probably 60, 60 hours plus uh, to get all those nice flavours and run everything nice and slow and you know, do it the way they did it back in the, the old days, if you like. So I think the whole Dublin Liberties brand is all about sort of uh, bringing back those age-old traditions of, of how they made whiskey back in the day, you know, keeping the authenticity of the taste and, uh, yeah, just, just bringing good old traditional uh, Irish whiskey making back back to this area. So the, the stills are from... Arl in Germany. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they're nicely lacquered up, as you can see them there. They're... Yeah. They've definitely changed the colour with the, the heating of the first distillations there. So you're you're very lucky to come and see that, Matt. So, exactly. And I am yeah. in a privileged position here that the first, the wash still is a blazing copper, um, whereas the other two are lacquered awaiting heat. They're waiting, yeah, they're waiting. They're, they're, first, yeah, first they're eagerly yeah. anticipating. <laughs> but it, it is, up. it's funny because in theory, you know, you know you can read about it all you want and you can you know know the theory of the fact that it will change the color all you want but having the the juxtaposition of the two different colored stills beside each other um is quite something else yeah um, yeah well you're very lucky as well because you sort of smell the the nice uh, smells from the mashing in and the drafting <laughs> out and then into the the distillery to see the some of the first distillations so yeah it's a it's a very proud proud moment for for the team that sort of pulled this all together so uh yeah Bring on the next fifty years plus. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's been a rocky road, and I think Daryl tested Rocky Road to Dublin. <laughs> it's ingrained in me as a dub to just you don't even think about those things; they just come out naturally. But you know, it's a testament to Daryl and, and his patience, and the patience of everyone, because there have been a lot of upsets down the way. And, and you know, I remember joining two and a half years ago, and we've been building to this kind of crescendo yeah. moment for so long, and we're standing. I mean, we moved into the offices like this week, you know, so or late last week, and finally being stood here uh, it's sort of like that's the initial kind of exhale moment and we're kind of building to that next moment of physically having bricks and mortar having that credibility that in fairness you know as so many Irish whiskies out there and um, people can kind of look past us and think that we're you know kind of phonies in it and obviously that's not the case at all and having someone like Daryl on board should showcase that credibility but then as I said now having somewhere to bring people and showcase that is, is, is really exciting. Yeah, the, the provenance of having the distillery, I think just, you know, it rubber, rubber stamps everything for people. Um, you know, we're, I think we're maybe distillery number 22, depending who opens next, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We could be 21, 22 or 23, which, yeah. which is just a... You so know, we'll be huge, fighting over the oldest distillery title. Uh, yeah, the huge testament that, to the industry. Yeah, so nice just to be making, uh, you know, distillate or spirit here as well, but also... Uh, we're going to use the opening of the distillery to, to showcase the Dublin Liberties whiskey brand as well. And we have quite a few variants to come out. We've been uh, we've been working hard at building the distillery, but we've also been working equally yeah. as hard <laughs> on pretty much a, you know, a new uh, family of whiskies that we can share with, with everybody very, which, very soon. Which Jeff did tease the last time, but gave us very little. And I, I kudos to you as well. Yeah. We've spoken off microphone, obviously. The fact that nothing went up for the TTB approval, so nobody, unless you're no. crafty enough to figure it out, has seen anything about these whiskies yet. So I may or may not have used the fact that you constantly search the TTB <laughs> as a reason not to, maybe. <laughs> but of course, the L shutdown gave us a help in hand and maybe having to, to not have to release that too soon. But yeah, we've been very, it's under lock and key um, immensely so. So yeah, it's very exciting. It's going to launch now. So that Daryl, maybe he's the main man to speak about the whiskies. Yeah, yeah. As I say, it's a, it's it's the wider team that have worked, you know, uh, seamlessly and getting getting the brands out there. Um, so I think there'll be a nice few pleasant surprises coming along, uh, which we've been working on for 
probably the last year to be honest on, on various finishes and things like that. So if I'm allowed to push you, what, what pray tell do we have in our glasses? That's a lovely little 16 year old, yeah. Um, okay, nice. Finished in a, in a quite unique cask. Uh, so uh, that's one that might not even be released, but I thought I would just bring it along to really, really tease you, <laughs> yeah. uh, to let, let, let you have a taste of it. So Keep you coming back for more yeah. constantly. Um, episode three. I'll let, I'll let, the, I'll let the liquid do the, do, the, do, the, do the talking on this one. Absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely so while Matt's nice. trying that, if you were lucky enough to go to Whiskey Live uh, last year in November, you would have tried samples of strains of what we're kind of experimenting with, but no, by no means the finished product. So um, on the uh, Liberty's family, it's always aged, it's always premium, kind of always at that 46%. So if you tried things at Whiskey Live, it was definitely more at the cast strength variant um, and probably weren't as finished for as long. No. Or, yeah, so... So we will be, you know, we will be doing non-chill filtered, forty-six percent, in keeping with the Dublin Liberties brand. Um, but it means as well that we have, you know, we have a nice mix of uh, you know, blended whiskey and, and ten-year-old malts and maybe thirteen-year-old malts and maybe sixteen-year-old malts and maybe a really, really old one. Um, maybe pro, 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 not just as old, maybe as as you guys, but not far away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, old whiskey. Oh, yeah. whiskey. <laughs> Plus, we have a few other. There's another two or three uh, research uh, that we'll be adding to it as well. So there's yeah. there's probably going to be about twelve variants now within the family across the three brands, which is pretty pretty amazing for the short period of time that we've been that we've been uh, in existence here. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when and when are we going to see these kind of land? As I say, some of the launch dates probably need to. We probably need to double check because if there's a TTB yeah. uh, backlog, no, it, yeah, it's definitely an Ireland, UK and Ireland. It's yeah. Ireland European launch first, mm -hmm. um, and yeah. then from there, I think we'll look into the US. But like currently, none of the Liberties range is available in the US, and our, the range that we currently have are also going through a bottle transformation. So, and um, the old black bottles of the Copper Alley and the and the Oak Devil, and um, they're gonna they're gonna. Uh, Gonna alter in some way in line with the new expressions that we're releasing. So uh, it kind of gives us a clean state if we do choose to go into uh, into the US as well, which is going to be interesting. It's another like fifty new countries, as you know yourself. It's very very difficult. There's some complexities there, but we kind of look forward to launching it in. So we had the Oak Devil, as you know, five year old blend. Uh, we had the Copper Alley, ten year old. So we now have uh, three big brothers and sisters for them. So we have a lovely thirteen year old. Uh, named as Murder Lane. So it's a 13 year old finished in Hungarian Tokai casks. It gives it a real nice sweet uh, dessert wine type finish to it, which really, really complements the whiskey. Uh, we then have the 16 year old, which is the Keeper's Coin. Uh, again, uh, some of the history of the, her uh, the heritage of the Liberties. Um, and it's uh, finished in PX casks. So it has been done before, but the 16 year old really, really lends, its lends itself to the PX casks. And then we have a 27-year-old uh, finished in uh, Bordeaux Premier Cru. Uh, lovely subtle flavours coming through in it. Uh, we call it King of Hell. So it all seems very dark, but it really just adds to the mysterious mm. uh, uh, mystery, if you like, of uh, the Dublin Liberties. Yeah, you know, we, we did link in with a lot of historians and we did our own independent research into this. And as I said before, you know, I have to say this constantly, Oak Devil, Cop Rally, all these names, it's not Scrabble in the office. It's very much old ancient parts of the liberties that we're trying to resurrect. And for us, Irish whiskey is always about storytelling and it's about bringing it back that element and like the Keeper's Coin and the King of Hell, Murder Lane, they've just got these fantastic stories. And you go down to the top of Dame Street and you see modern day versions of Cop Rally sort of bringing, brought back to life. So um, we're sort of hopefully helping lead the charge in that liberties and uh, putting the liberties stories 
and back kind of in, in the full focus. So I suppose one question I've never actually even thought to ask was, where did the Liberties connection come from prior to the distillery when it was the brand launching going forward? Was the, what was the, the origin story of, of the Liberties connection? I think it's, you know, we're blessed now. I mean, the Liberties, as I said, it was the, very much the epicenter of brewing and distilling. And you can see that people want to come back to that province factor. And we've got lots of neighbours uh, all around us, very, very <coughs> famous. No, we've got, well, <laughs> we've got Teeling, yeah. Pierce Lines. We're all, we're all whiskey, I would say we're all whiskey allies. We're right. all fending off um, all the other spirit brands. It's funny, we have all the distillery, new distillery team starting. And they're like, who's our main competition? It's like, redacted whiskey brand. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're all together. We're trying to fight off the people who are, um, you know, the Scotch, the Mezcal, those crazy people, whoever else. So um, part of kind of tying in with the liberties is that for so long, for hundreds of years, for hundred years uh, it was a huge part of, of, of whiskey distillation. And um, that the people around here know that and they're very proud of that. And it's about kind of matching up with them. Yeah, I think you just have to go out in Dublin now and, and the passion for Irish whiskey and People are talking more about Powers Whiskey and the distilleries and John Jameson and Bow Street and William Jameson, George Rowe. Sort of, it's like bringing all that history and heritage of back in the day when Ireland was at the forefront of, of making whiskey. And I, like I still say to this day, we taught the Scotch how to make whiskey. We just didn't show them everything, like you know. <laughs> so it's 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 about reliving that history. And as as Irish people, we're very passionate about our history and, and heritage. So. For us to actually have, have had the opportunity to build a distillery right in the heart of the Liberties and have the name of the Dubliner and Dublin Liberties, it's just special for us to give it to give it now its time of day that we've completed this distillery in, in the heart of the Liberties yeah. and bring out all these uh, whiskies to celebrate that. And like, let's not forget, the Liberties is genuinely 10 minutes from the city centre of Dublin. So for those people who don't know it, I mean, it is right, right in the heart of Dublin city centre. Uh, like, the, it doesn't get much closer. I can't think of another distillery that's being built in Dublin, not to my knowledge, Matt, can you, if you can enlighten us as any other ones. Uh, not, not that I know not of. Not yeah, and I think that's part and parcel of it, is that, you know, there's this, there was a lot of land here that needed using up. Um, we were able to kind of get some fantastic space. As I said, very small amount of space, but create a huge amount of uh, floors and apartments within that to sort of build on the Liberty's legacy uh, within distillation. So now we're saying like, you know, craft breweries in Dublin 8, you've got, hotels kind of every side of you i think you're staying in the hotel or in the corner correct tonight. yeah correct commissioning week is uh his first guest mm-hmm. first guest yeah it's great good corporate rate uh, <laughs> but but it's amazing actually from the seventh floor you can actually i'll be able to eat my breakfast tomorrow morning and look straight down at, at the distillery which is just you're seeing it at a completely different angle mm. uh, but as i say yeah great for commissioning because i can pop over there for two hours sleep and then come back <laughs> to make sure everything's going where it should be just have uh, a little alarm on your phone and exactly goes wrong just hop out of bed i was hoping they would give me a window at the front here so they could sort of even go yeah. thumbs up or thumbs down <laughs> you need me over so yeah so it's going to be somewhere uh, you know, when I come down to stay in Dublin, uh, it'll be perfect for the distillery. And, and again, just sort of shows the amount of money and, and, and visitors that we're going to have to this area yeah. in Dublin 8, which I is great. I think boss uh, binoculars to be able to spy on us from a hotel yeah, room. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, like the hotel literally faces onto the entire building um, and that hopefully will whet the appetite of, of all the guests staying there. But we were joking around saying that we're going to, you know, get the distillery name done on the top of the roof with the different maybe a couple of jokes or whatever so we'll see what happens but no i think actually where, where you're looking from from the uh from the hotel you could probably get some sort of logo there yeah. as well or get it uh, some advertising boards for 
for uh, you know various uh, new whiskies that are coming out or anything else within the group. It's perfect. You see them from the student accommodation as well. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Had a thought of that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's some capital. <laughs> We quite a few people sort of waving yeah, at us yeah, yeah. during the build, so I think it was it was quite interesting for for some of the builders. But it's incredible for the area that it has so many new neighbours moved in. I think Daryl touched on it the last time. I was a thousand new beds. Um, that's just incredible. What's what, what's going on? Yeah, that's so a thousand thousand different people looking for yeah. you know, somewhere to go and somewhere to to look at and so. and perhaps somewhere to drink. Absolutely, yeah. Crowbar in your mm-hmm. bar. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it is a huge huge aspect of it and it's fantastic looking at I mean I was joking with someone recently to say that I've been doing so many presentations on this distillery and on the bar and looking and having digital renders behind me that it's just phenomenal to be stood there now looking at not even the bones of a bar but a fully up what's going to be a fully operational bar and that obviously all of our guests are going to be able to utilize but you know in, in the coming months as we kind of become we get the run of the thing ourselves. Uh, we look to get you know locals in, uh, anyone in really in, in China. It's going to be open to the public, hundred yeah. percent. And we yeah. have a license to to ten pm, so yeah, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be an opportunity for the visitors that come to do the the whiskey experience, you know, to stay back and enjoy a wee bit of the ambience, and yeah. you know, so we're going to have some craft beers, maybe a few cocktails, uh, plus also showcase the quintessential brands group portfolio of products, which which is pretty amazing. So. Um, we'll have to we'll have to get you up, Matt, to try some of those as well yeah, sometime absolutely. soon. I suppose that's the bit I always forget because there is a phenomenal. I mean, a lot of our gins wouldn't be particularly well known maybe in Ireland, but they're they're award winning gins in the UK, and it's kind of the quintessential brands model is that they just produce quintessential these brands being your quintessential brand. brands being the partner company. Yeah, indeed. But they have these award winning phenomenal English gins, and like they've done the exact same thing with their Irish whiskey portfolio as they have with their Irish cream portfolio, and it's just about churning out phenomenal liquid. And like having the bar, yes, Irish whiskey, and we're producing these amazing new single malts, but a lot of the consumption and a lot of the newer consumption is coming through is cocktails or mixed drinks and highball syrups and trying to get people to move away, 100, not 100% from, from drinking whiskey neat, even though we're all fond of a good, a good glass here and there. I think it's exactly what we have in our hands. Right, exactly <laughs> what we have in our hand right now. But um, yeah, hopefully the bar will be a great introductory tool for people to try whiskey in different ways that they don't associate with whiskey uh, as they yeah, normally Yeah, and, and probably you know, from my perspective, coming in as a you know as a whiskey geek or nerd or whatever you want to call it, for to sort of expand expand your sort of knowledge of gins and whatnot was just it was amazing transition for me. Just my mm-hmm. God, that's amazing! Or the taste of this, or the appear with ginger beer and a slice of lime like that was completely alien to me like three years ago. Whereas now. It's it's something that I enjoy from time to time, you know. So it's a, yeah. it's definitely opened my eyes and expanded my uh, my taste profile. If like the taste pods get into to other other uh, brands, you become a better master distiller. Better say. master distiller, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, I suppose one part too that you've got that big beautiful window on the back bar that looks over the stills. Yeah, yeah, we can see people getting lost in the stills. A little bit they're going to just sit there for hours and hours staring at our three beautiful stills so. and then people jumping in over the barriers <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. but it's actually funny because it does i i took a peek out through the bar there after we walked through the stills and it gives you a perspective on the stills you can't actually see from in front of them as well yeah um, so you do get to see the, the second spirit safes as well it's um, it yeah yeah there's as i said that we, we we put in the spirit safes at the front to let the people actually see the liquid running as well um, it was quite expensive to do that, but we thought it was necessary to have that there. Uh, people can't touch because it's from a revenue perspective, you're not allowed, but they actually feel as if they're, they're part and parcel of it. And, and you know, we, we, we will have the, 
the, the tour guides or whiskey experience guides, making mm. sure that they tell the right story so that hopefully our visitors go away with uh, you know a little bit more knowledge. Um, you know, and, and as I say, we cater for uh, people who've got a lot of whiskey knowledge, but people new new beginners as well coming in. So we'll cater for that. And I suppose then, do you guys have kind of a, a set? You know, tours are they going to be the specialty tours and the, the kind of the yep, yep, it'll be tiered. Uh, so we just miss Mary there, so it'll be tiered, uh, in the sense that you can, depending on, on uh, what your knowledge is, you can actually uh, pick various tours. And the room we're sitting in here, you can actually come and enjoy, you know, a day and uh, spend the day with me, which which could be quite boring. Uh, which will get to the not. intricate levels <laughs> of, of, uh, of making whiskey. Uh, but a bit of fun along the way as well, and uh, as I say, taste uh, some of the whiskies you're tasting. Cocktail masterclass room. This is very like the, this. I think this was the most multifunctional room in the entire building because, as you introduced it as our executive or master kind of boardroom, for us it's actually just the VIP tasting room or like master classroom or whatever it needs to be. It's sort of multi changing. It wears many hats. It wears many hats, yeah. yeah I yeah. still do love this giant window overlooking the stills, though. And our barrels full of whiskey. Yeah, the barrels that are. No, they're not. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have been assured by revenue they are empty. Yeah, um, we have to. Yes, absolutely. They're, yeah. they're empty. Bung down, bung out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose we're a little tongue in cheek, but, um, you know, as, as uh, it is, as I said, day two. Um, of the of the distillation happening are there any kind of funny tidbits and trial and error things you have to do and the same commissioning any distillery or yes absolutely um as i say any new piece of kit that you put in whether it's into an existing distillery or building from scratch like this one uh you know there's a there's a bed and in process where we're buying sort of trial and error a little bit so touch wood we didn't have any uh, particularly uh, bad tuning or issues uh, so yeah, we just we were playing about with you know, pressure and steam, and you know how how quickly we heat something up from from a distillation point of view. But we have it nearly nailed there now. So yeah, yeah, fine tuning at this point. Fine tuning, yeah, yeah, small small tweaks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope you don't mind me saying that it was quite a quite a unique experience for you to be able to show us your uh, whirlpool effect. That you're yeah, using. yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's quite unique. Uh, when we designed the stills, we 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 put a couple of windows in them so people could actually you know have a look in. Um, uh, we'll keep that maybe to the VIP tours because I'm sure revenue wouldn't <laughs> like anybody looking in. Uh, but yes, we were we were actually playing about with um, the nozzles within the stills and how how the, the the boiling process takes place or the distillation process takes place. So it was creating a little bit of a whirlwind there, uh, a bit like the whiskey that you're tasting there. You're making you a bit of a whirlwind as well. Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a quite a unique uh, aspect to it. But yeah, it's working well. When you're uh, distilling on site, then I presume there'll be a, a barreling room and then an off to maturation, or do you kind of tanker out? Or yes, you... well, what, what we do is we build up enough uh, of sort of the first distillation, uh, which will then run the, the second distillation, the third distillation. As I say, you probably only witnessed the wash distillation today. Uh, but yeah, what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll organize about 30,000 liters then to go by tanker uh, to a warehouse facility where we'll fill it into casks or different types of casks. And it'll start its process then of uh, aging away there until it's ready to come out. It's sleeping phase. And is there a plan to kind of continue on the the brand expressions we know today, or is it kind of with the new liquid? There's a new kind of whole brand plan to go along with that. Yeah, well, what we had is we were able to source some fine whiskies, uh, but bit like other whiskey distilleries in Ireland. Um, <clears throat> and then we were we're sort of trying to give our own element or finish to it, so that it's not sort of a generic liquid. Um, but then what we'll do is we'll, we'll lay down our triple distilled and double distilled malt and um, put it down in comp- component format and then just wait. 
That's it, just wait, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we have, we have ample stocks to keep us going until then. Yeah, I think as well, you know, like with the names that we've chosen with Oak Devil Cop Rally, like they're sort of the face, they're the, they're the brands, and then it allows us to be interchangeable as long as we're pretty um, pretty clear, you know, on the brand messaging going forward. So it's, it's, it is kind of, we do have a lot of flexibility. We want to keep these names and keep, but change maybe the variations because Cop Rally, for example, if these were in very old, limited edition Oloroso sherry casks, we obviously can't produce this continuously. Uh, so it is a very limited quantity and then we may you know in the future look to expand on what copper alley is going forward on the branding side yeah and and, and what, what it is in ireland as well is there only is a certain amount of old liquids and mm. we have been lucky enough to to have old liquids um so that'll complement the brand um because i say now it's about you know make, making your own liquid making your own spirit making your own uh, baby dubliner if you like mm. and, and baby dublin liberties laying it down in casks and, and, and then create from there uh, something very similar to what, what you've had in the future or in the past <laughs> exactly. or so <laughs> in the future <laughs> um, uh, Jeff if I was to put you on the spot for a moment and ask you one cool little part about this distillery now you want people to pay attention to as they come in oh, one of the coolest parts is actually something that people won't see and it's, it is the water source and we're very proud of it I mean it runs directly from the Dublin mountains and we do everything on site and we totally treat it and everything and we're able to just it's from a borehole 100 feet below us and we can tap straight into that so although it's not a major part people are going to be able to see it's something that we think is hugely significant um, given that we're in the city centre but we're able to get this you know exceptional water source and I think um, yeah maybe if you befriend me uh, I was going to say, I'll as I'll a testament to you guys, the last time I was here when this was building site, you brought me over to a hole and went, that's the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. this is where we get our water from. Uh, but like again, Daryl said in the past, I think it's something cool that we could, at some stage, maybe use that, pipe that water off, freeze it, and then you could actually dilute your whiskey with the water from which it was distilled, which is sort of a more Scottish approach, but you know, we want to be a little bit different. Take the best from both worlds like they did Absolutely. previously. Uh, I think if you're here... I think just recognize the site and how much we've been able to pack it, I think it's something very, very special. Um, and, um, you know, being able to walk up and feel the old stone walls and really feel a part of something that has both the very modern, the real modernity to it, but also kind of pay homage to the past, which is really what the liberty symbolizes for us in, in terms of a, a part of Dublin that is um, kind of transitioning into super modernity from, from a position of, uh, of great history. And you're not done building yet, right? There's still, still always nooks, nooks and crannies to, to change and be done and whatnot. Yeah, there's there's there, there'll be a few. I think you never really finish having having run many as a distillery. You sort of start again, like you know, it's a, a case you get it done and um, move on to the next the next stage. There's always something to be done. There's always something to be changed. There's always pumps, valves, so on and so forth that trip you up. So yeah, it's it's going now from build phase into operational phase, which which is really exciting for the whole team and personally very exciting for me. So now that we're in operational phase, yeah, then we, we have to start putting on the operational hat now exactly. and uh, you know gear up for anything any trial or tribulation that hits us along the way. Like very much the party's over. Like we've had the launch parties. So Only we, now we have to, yeah. So there we Only go. Mm -hmm. Um, but if uh, if I was going to put you, Darren, on the spot for something that you kind of love that probably, you know, maybe not on the tour, but people could spot on the way in, maybe on the production side or even the building itself. Sure. Uh, probably one of the biggest debates uh, that we had as, as a group or as a company or you know, myself as director of Irish Whiskey and the owners and, you know, the extended executive team was the front of the building. You know, do we keep it that old sort of cream, you know, which sort of blends in or do we strip it right back from a sandblasting point of view? 
And I always system actual building of the process side of the distillery, the, the, the stills, the louder tons, so on and so forth. That's the easy bit, but trying to please you know, everybody with different um, different ideas, maybe for want of a better word. Yeah. The most proud bit for me was to see the front of the building. Uh, you've seen it in its, its glory there tonight with the nice lights and you know, everything coming together there, sort of stripping back to that sort of three, four hundred year old uh, uh, block work or block, uh, stonework even. Um, and there's a lovely stone out there as well. It's got a bit of gold through it. So, you know, I think it was worth it just for that. Yeah, you know, yeah. so. Let people try to scavenge the gold. Yeah. So it just sort of, again, takes you back to the history of this area that, you know, Jeff touched on it earlier about anything from, you know, even if you look at the, the core of the building and some of the old railway tracks has been used for lentils, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing. We tried to, to keep as much of that as possible. Uh, so yeah, that lovely old stonework uh, to me is just special when you take a picture of it outside. Um, I think it, was, it just it just makes a little it brings a little smile to my face. There's a lot of Kodak moments I think in the distillery. I think that's one thing you know, not to like overbrand Kodak, but yeah. you know I think there are, are other cameras available. There are other cameras available. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But there are really, truly, you know, there's a lot of things in here that we've. The attention to detail, I think, is something that we've focused on massively, and um, I think visually it's going to be very impactful. I think all of it as I said you've been able to smell the majority of the stuff that's going on in here as well and when you tie all that in together um, on top of an amazing bar with amazing liquid it's going to be as I said full 360 degree everything encompassed in one under one roof which is great so. yeah I suppose for me it is the sights and sounds and smells that we're all getting today it's, it's, that's delivery it's, it's a real distillery it's now for me it's a real distillery so say you've been with the company so long and there hasn't been a distillery no, so no, you're yeah. now back in here with me 20 years in distilling like yeah. you, you walk in and you're nearly you're nearly immune to oh there's a mashing on yeah. or there's oh there's a bit of a faint smell or you know so on and so forth so for me it's just it's just like coming home i suppose again you're getting all those sights and sounds and smells because as i always said to, to the operators it's not i says it's about the sights sounds and smells that you'll pick up on that oh something's not right there so it's now probably imparting or teaching uh, you know, right. your skills and what's right and you know, be careful there's a pump there's a sound that's not right so it's a, about tuning yourself now to what isn't correct if that makes sense yeah and i always say the art of distillation is about consistency because you want to make the same quality of liquid over and over and over again but it's one of those uh careers that you need your five senses need to be firing on all cylinders <laughs> at the one time so so good to have that back. Now that we all know that we recorded this prior to the launch party and it's going ahead after the launch party, how long are you taking off for holidays, lads? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know about you. I've got a few days booked off anyway. Uh, I've got, yeah, I'm actually going to Australia. We've got some huge um, huge ambitions over that way as well. So That's not a holiday. That's it is actually half and half. I'm going to a wedding and managed to snaggle <laughs> in some work somewhere. So I actually took the trip away from Daryl because uh, he now has to distill so it looks like I might have to go on some more of these um... well I have about two years holidays yeah, to take, two years so, holidays, I, yeah. so I might have to run this place from an iPad somewhere <laughs> out for it well there's a loft inside yeah, so there's a loft. A loft, yeah. or other hotels in yeah, the area yeah, um, sure they are available they are available uh, yes. No, as I say, we we have a great team around us there. We've you know we've hired a you know a distillery manager, so you know the pressure's off a little bit for me. So once once we have all the the uh, you know parameters set in place and all, and and, and it laid down as we we do the final tweaks, um, you know I'll be able to go away on a holiday now. Thank God. So you won't be tied to the hay, you won't be shackled to the sills. No, no, I'll have to go and treat the family. I think now because it's been um, morning, noon, and night for yeah. for three years. So uh, yeah. He actually showed me on his phone that he has full access to all the cameras that he can check. So he's going to be on a beach somewhere 
Last minute up, but also getting text messages. Oi, what are you doing? Stop that. Get this going. Goes further than that. Yeah, I'm sure it does. So. Yeah. Turn on and off things. Yep, they paddle. Be very, very useful for them. Like <laughs> sure, I'm sure Bushmills 20 years ago didn't have that kind of thing. No, but they did when I left. They did ah. when I left. Yeah, you, you were able to you know, check you know, how long, for example, it took from one, one uh, mashing to another or, or one distillation to the other. If one particular operator was, was maybe waiting too long before they recharged the still again, my brother was watching. But, but that's, you know, you're going from a 24 7 operation where. Yeah. Where you wanted to get as many mashings, quality mashings through, so and efficiency is key. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, so it's good to get back to that. My wife highlighted to me that that I was at school from when I was four years of age to I was thirty five. <laughs> that being, that being the third degree, the, yeah. the yeah. diploma in distilling or the equivalent to a degree. So. Yeah. So yeah. So now now they have a they have a master's course in the distilling side of things. So mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. You're five a, five years of my life, it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that to younger guys. Yeah. I, I was going to yeah. say, you probably don't need that title at no, this point. No, 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 no you've no, got no. a distillery, a couple of distilleries under your belt. That's you know. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll leave that to younger fellas to, to, to pick Pass up. Pass the mantle. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, exactly. no better space to learn than literally an active distillery. In an active distillery, distillery. Yeah, it's, it's great. Like, and I think kind of a cheat. There's no question <laughs> that goes unasked because Daryl's just so good at And the whole team, the wire team, the guys that he's brought in. And have been great in, in really trying to get me up to speed with the act because it's good. one thing when you're talking about whiskey when you when you talk about an active distillery and for the last two months I've been going around some active distilleries and the levels of the tours that we've got have been phenomenal and it's like how we can replicate and enhance all those experiences because we do want to be it's not only one of Dublin's best distilleries but kind of you know domestically internationally recognised as well. So yeah, and it's it's you know it's a good size as well because it's it's you know it's above craft in my eyes it's commercial. Mm. Um, you know, somebody says to me, "So what's the output?" And I always say, "Well, it's one fifth of, of Bush Mills." So, Bush Mills was quite a quite a big animal. So, uh, quite happy that we were able to cram a lot of uh, you know kit in here to give it that commercial uh, sort of size as well. So, tours are going to be available soon enough. Tours, yeah, tours will be starting now, uh, pretty much immediately. Uh, now that now that we've got all the launches out of the way, we're uh, we're ready now to welcome people to our humble abode yeah. and uh, enjoy everything it has to offer. Yeah, and there's a lot to offer. It's a lot to offer. We promise, we promise. There's there's ducks, nooks, crannies. There's, <laughs> I mean, there's gin, there's whiskey, there's everything you possibly Cream liqueurs. Cream liqueurs, award-winning Irish cream liqueurs. Mm-hmm. Is that in the title? It should be if it's not. Uh, we'll let's get it back to the whiskey guy. Yeah, let's yeah, get back to whiskey. Completely there's, there's whiskey in the cream liqueur. I spent a long time selling uh, working on the cream liqueur so in conjunction with my whiskey time but those days have gone no longer hand selling cream no longer hand selling bottles of cream at trade shows no no we've come a long way since then so and look at you now or so we think or so i think well, two, two, two more as soon as you come back from australia yeah i'd hand selling bottles again yeah, yeah well he actually asked me he was like well will you be doing do you know what, do you have any knowledge of the creams you can do some sales training on creams and whiskey and i was like this really brings me back um, <laughs> to yes, your london days yes to yeah london to the days. london days so now i am very much whiskey focused now and about just constantly learning and learning and learning because there's so much to do and there's a lot of knowledge to give out there as well so exactly so I suppose, uh, Jeff, as you are the Mr. Brand Ambassador, um, hit us with um, some places online where we'll be able to find information all about this lovely distillery. Yeah, so Instagram, um, we just launched We Are The DLD, um, and that's the same for Facebook. Uh, we've got the Dubliner, 
uh, the Dublin Liberties, uh, of course, Dead Rabbit Irish Whiskey is one of our, our, our main ones as well. So across all the social media channels, you'll certainly be able to get a hold of us. We just had a really cool thing in Dublin City Centre on Friday, whereby we had the Dead Rabbit Man terrorising people around Dublin, but also giving out free whiskey at the same time. So the two go hand in hand. Uh, in terms of actually like grabbing a hold of a bottle of whiskey, obviously you can come, uh, come and join us here. Uh, but further down the line, you know, we're working really closely on them. Um, I'm getting some great uh, listings out there as well. So, yeah. And will people actually be able to pick up a bottle in-house here? Yeah, so the distillery, uh, of course, is going to have a shop. You're going to be able to bottle your own, I do believe, Daryl. Yes, there's a special yeah, reserve yeah. Um, for that. There's also a tannery addition um, because the, the, the building was previously a tannery, so it ties in well. Um, so, yeah, there'll be some bottles that you won't have tried previously. Uh, as well as other as our you know amazing collection as well. I presume we won't have any kind of metallic blood bloodline flavors coming out of the whiskey on that one. I think tannery in name, I'm sure. Yeah. No tannery in name, <laughs> in name alone, in name alone. I mean, we we I mean, it was like we dug up the floors of the foundation, I and mean, there was a genuinely a tannery here before us. So yeah. uh, it's all as like we harp on about it, but the way we are, we talk about the history and the heritage of the area. It's just so important for us. And, and here we are to writing new heritage day two of wash distillation. Day two wash distillation. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to, to welcoming a lot of people in. Yeah. And thanks for you coming, Matt, as well. Yeah, so cheers, Matt. I appreciate good it. Good for you to come thank along. You, thank you for having me. Um, I suppose it's a good time to sign off. So for everyone out there, thank you very much for, once again for listening into Pot Stilled Radio. As always, if you've enjoyed, please hit that subscribe and share with your friends who have an interest in Irish whiskey and listening to people like Jeff and Daryl. Now, you can always find us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, we're potstilled underscore. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com forward slash potstilled. Or you can always find us at potstilled.com. So, gentlemen, thank you so much and a nice launch it. Launch it, launch it.